wanted to ask if you have any favourite bits of the um, fruit tree walk or any favourite fruit that's come out Well, of it? my favourite fruit is... Well, that would be giving it away, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hello, my name is Kashka and welcome to Plant Voices podcast from Tapewood Community Garden where we tell local stories about gardening, food, nature and climate change. Today we are talking about Fruit Tree Walk which is Tapewood's linear community orchard. It was Plant's first community project launched in 2013 long before we opened our community garden. My name is Janice Gibson. Um, I got involved in the Fruit Tree Walk really because um, Tapeport Community Trust had set up a gardening group, which I went along to. They kind of evolved that we wanted to make a community garden. And there was a problem finding land to do that with. And we just thought in the meantime, I'd been to quite a few workshops and things on fruit, growing fruit in a community. And that's where the fruit tree walk came in. We thought we would plant some, a linear orchard, actually. So can you describe what the orchard looks like to people that have not been here before? Okay, so the orchard starts between the main road, um, the Cooper Road, and Scotts Craig Drive. Mm -hmm. um, there's a little mini roundabout. And to the right, there's a slope, a grassy slope, a field. Um, there's some apple trees there with some Farley damsons at the very top. And on the right-hand side between there and the farmer's field, we planted a native hedge. They give protection from the wind for the trees, the westerly wind, so it was to the west of the trees, and um, also to provide um, food and shelter for insects, birds. So. It's looking amazing right now. It's yeah. got so many, it's sort of two, three metres tall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a great diversity of when you look at the flowers that come in throughout yeah. the season. And, the, and then the fruit as well. The rose hips have been really good. Mm. The hawthorn we've not quite had yet. The gelder rose, we've had that. It's really lovely. And then what is the more Yeah, trees? there's more trees on the other side of the road as the drive curves up. There's a line of trees about halfway up the driveway and I think there's a group of three trees on the right. Yeah, and we're here actually at the top of the Scots Creek Drive yes. in Garvey Bray right yeah. now. And there's a little play park, a circular play park. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what this play park area looked like before it was planted up? It was surrounded just by dirt. It's mm -hmm. really hard, hard clay. Um, I think it had been compacted when the builders had been here building the houses. Um, it was actually very, very difficult to dig it up. So it's definitely improved now. It's looking like it's lots of fruit bushes. Yeah. Amazing ground cover of the wild strawberries. And mm -hmm. you've got these six or seven apple trees with mm -hmm. these wonderfully decorated stakes. Yes. Which were decorated by yeah. one of our volunteers uh, organised with in the a school. school. That was Joe. So and she did, did an arts project with them when they designed them very carefully and painted them up. Mm -hmm. And now they're in the ground and here for everybody to see. Yeah. They're still looking good. So it's definitely an improvement, I think. It's a very productive area. I wanted to ask if you have any favourite bits of the um, fruit tree walk or any favourite fruit that's come out Well, of it? my favourite fruit is... Well, that would be giving it away, wouldn't it? <laughs> it is the white melrose at the bottom of the grassy bit. It's a beautiful, big, 
quite a crispy, juicy apple. It keeps for a long time. Actually, I just found a box of apples. Um, not from there, I have to say, from my garden. And some of them were okay. And this is June. So they were picked They were edible, yeah. You kind of had to cook them. And chickens and birds got most of them. But there were some okay. Apples will store. Mm, that if you get the right variety. Yeah, and the white Melrose was, was a good keeper. And it's quite a late apple, so don't be tempted to pick that one too early. So you come here all the time weeding. What keeps you coming back? <laughs> That's a hard question. <laughs> um, I, I would like to say because I, I love it and maintain it. It's nice and sunny here, I have to say, and it is actually nice to have a chat with the other volunteers, I have to say. You know, I would much sooner have a chat, like doing something, than sitting having a cup of coffee in a cafe. Yeah. You know, it's much, much nicer to be outside and, you know, chatting to people that go past and there's kids come and help sometimes. So, um, is there anything else happening at the, at the fruit tree walk apart from the weeding sessions or maintenance sessions? Well, we had, a, we had a very berry picnic last summer, which was lovely, really sunny day. We had a smoothie bike here. Um, we gathered the black currants, which were ripe, and the wild strawberries, and we brought some raspberries up from the community garden because they have a fruiting hedge down there as well. And people pedal powered their own smoothies. Um, and everybody enjoyed that. We, people brought home baking, which was fruit based. Um, jams and scones and cream and fruit and, and things. Are we looking at our sort of berry fruit orchard? Or yeah, it's a, a berry orchard. I've never heard that terminology <laughs> before, but there are some fruit trees as well, so we can call it an orchard, I believe. There's more than five of them, I think. Yep. Um, and what else do we have here? We have black currants, red currants, white currants. We've got wild strawberries. Which are perfectly ripe right, right now. Right now, really red and juicy. Um, and we like to also encourage some weeds to be here because they are essential food for so, the bees. So-called weeds, I would Yes. Because <laughs> you're thinking the bees sort of need the flowers. Yeah, one man's weed is another man's food or creatures. other creatures' food, certainly. And the bees definitely need the flowers and they help us as well because they will then pollinate our trees and our um, black currant bushes while they're there. And uh, what's the um, principles that you're following with the fruit trees and maintenance of the space? Um, well it's organic, we don't spray it or anything, it's just kind of manual digging, pulling out. So a lot of uh, weeding I guess. Yes, weeding, because some things we do class as weeds, the grass and... Well, yeah, the invasive grasses. The invasive grasses, and even the dandelions, I'm afraid we have to take out, even though the bees do like them. There's plenty of them anyway, we don't get them all by any means. <laughs> and so uh, one of the things that you hear all the time during the spring and the summer and the autumn is doing sort of regular weeding sessions. Yes, uh-huh. Just trying to keep the grasses back. and uh, We've also got clover in there, which is good ground cover. If we can get the balance that the ground cover will stop the, the invasive weeds, that's really what we're aiming for. And of course, clover also adds the nitrogen. It adds nitrogen, which helps the trees. Yeah, I've, I've seen quite a few bumblebees on the flowers today, so that's certainly working. Yeah, there's, there are a lot any time yeah, we come, today there's quite a, a buzz. beautiful weather, absolutely stunning um, day, so mm -hmm. all out in force. Who was involved in 
planting of the fruit tree was. Yeah, itself. well, that was that was really great fun because we advertised. Um, we had quite a lot of people who were interested in in plant, which I think we had maybe named by then. People so. learning about nature in Tayport. So that's our the, the and gardening group. Yeah, they had transformed to plant mutated <laughs> um, and we advertised it and we, we actually did a school bag drop we put flyers in school bags in the school for all the kids we got to school to do that and there were a lot of families and young kids came out and um, we planted the fruit trees we had Andrew Lear the apple tree man he's known as um, who sells apple trees we bought the trees from him there were slightly more than 30 different varieties. Mm -hmm. So that's quite a diverse range of trees and they really are all different. They taste different from each other. They look different. They have different uses. Some will keep for longer than others. Some will ripen early. Some more good for cooking, some for cider. So you're trying to showcase sort of a diversity of apples because the ones that we get in the supermarkets, let's face it, it's what, five varieties these days? Yes. So it's very narrow range, but yeah. this is... And they're quite amazing. old and been sprayed up few hundred times and different oh, chemicals and things. Yes, but the diversity of apples is, is amazing once you start looking into mm -hmm. it and looking at the older varieties. And I believe most of these are Scottish yes, bred there's and a quite lot. traditional and varieties that have been used for centuries. A lot of them come from um, are quite local to here. There's the Cars of Gowrie had a lot of orchards at one time and Tayport had an orchard as well. I think that may have been the sparking off point for the, the fruit tree walk you know actually. Where this, um, was? The, it was near it. where the old Kirk Garden oh, right. was. I know that there's a couple of old uh, pears, pear varieties. It's one in yes. front of the Tavern pub and there's one just next to Scotland. That's right. Um, if you catch them at the right time, they are actually very nice just mm. to eat, not cooked. What might make you think that they're not ripe is the fact that they're a little bit crunchy, more yeah, like, an, harder, like yeah. an apple, but they are meant to be like that. But they're yeah. absolutely beautiful. If you cook them, they're so soft. You can preserve them, you can make them into puddings. I just wanted to add that you can, anybody interested in what varieties we've got with the, the full list and the planting plan is actually on website so uh, on plant website so if you go go there it's, it's easy to look yeah. it up if you're curious what mm -hmm. kind of apple you've picked <laughs> you also <laughs> might find out when the um, weeding sessions are or if there That's are any then we have had workshops on pruning up here as well brilliant well thank you very much for talking to okay, me about this a pleasure <laughs> so i can get on with my weeding now can i so that's the story of the fruit tree walk so far. Janice and her group of volunteers are always looking for new members, so please get in touch with volunteer at tapodgarden.org if you would like to get involved. And it's certainly worthwhile visiting the trees in the summer and the autumn when you can enjoy the fruit. I will put a link to more information and maps of the apple trees in the description of this podcast. And thank you to John Wills, who has lent his uh, fabulous audio editing skills to production of this story. In our next podcast, we will talk about the story of Tapeboard Apple Juice. Until then, farewell. <laughs>